Hello. Maggie, you're already here. Let's see. Just get ramped up like we usually do here. Jesse. Hey, what's going on? It's Monday. It, it is Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. I'm feeling it. All right. I'm not sure what Melanie's doing. I haven't heard from her. So we will we'll just get rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Garlic's Lunchbox Live. It's Monday. I'm Randy, and I'm here joined by Jesse. That's me. That's him. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, mainly some some movie news. It's it's Monday, which means I have uh, the box office report. Everybody's clamoring for that box office report. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's changed a lot since last week. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, not a whole lot. And then, uh, a couple news items and we'll just do what we do. How we do. Yep. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with the box office report. Yeah. It's nothing too shocking. Um, not a lot of changes. Uh, Spider-Man far from home, which came out last weekend or the weekend before this previous weekend. Uh, that's in the number one spot. Toy Story four, which came out like four weekends ago. That's in the number two spot. So the openers this weekend didn't crack number one or two. Uh, the the primary of which, which we talked about on Friday's show, uh, were Crawl and Stuber. Um, but those did come at three at four uh, in at number three and four spots. Crawl taking the number three spot. Uh, yeah, and then you know, just a bunch of hangers ons. <laughs> oh, uh, Aladdin got knocked off, huh? No, no, Aladdin's still in there. So yesterday came in at number five, Aladdin, number six. Annabelle Comes Home somehow is still up there at number seven. Uh, Mid- Midsummer is at number eight. Uh, Maggie says, I'm surprised Crawl is doing well. Yeah, me too. Well, for one, it's a horror movie, but also, or maybe thriller, I don't know. But also... It looked like essentially a crocodile attack movie. That's I don't know. It's weird. That's weird that it does that it's doing well. Um and then number nine spot, the Secret Life of Pets Two, and number ten, Men in Black International. So that's the top ten from this weekend. And Just a silly monster have... movie. I guess good for summer. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad point. And I think it's been getting better reviews than like Stuber. So <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> <laughs> with a title like Stuber. <laughs> where it's a sure no win. Is Stu the Uber driver? Stuber? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> but I mean, oh, how the Batista have fallen. 
because he's not green or yeah, that's what color or he is. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I haven't seen Stuber, so maybe it's great. It must be great. It's number four. <laughs> it's true. It's true. When staring down the choice of a brand new movie or watching one of these others that's been out for weeks, many people chose to go see Stuber. Maggie says, I'm sorry, Batista. You're just no good if you're not an alien. You're just not. He he looks a little alien-like, and that's kind of the maybe that's the problem. Um, unless he hears this, in which case, handsome man, he is so good. Don't find me. <laughs> Don't at me, bro. Don't at me. <laughs> oh, um, what is going on? Someone is vacuuming somewhere podcasting in your house or in mine in mine oh okay well not <laughs> it's like i hope i don't have secret vacuums in my apartment building somewhere although create art is created in a vacuum no it's not not created in a vacuum stay away from my house vacuums it can be it's just maybe not good oh okay well i suppose i can come to my house if i don't have to do the vacuuming <laughs> yeah oh hey let's talk about that for a second yeah maggie. let's do it let's do it maggie says uh we were worried our dogs would bark when we went live li- went live last uh night i'm relieved they didn't oh so, they will oh they will sometime <laughs> yes they. but will. i mean you just got to get over it it's it's okay dogs are awesome so there's really not a whole lot of people in here today. Where is everybody at? It's like it's Monday in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon or something. They all had to go back to work and they haven't woke up. Uh, oh, Matt D is in here. I didn't even see when you joined in. Oh, now I'm seeing a past comment. It, weird. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. Maybe she wants us to call her Mal, but that confuses me. So I'm going to say they, Maggie. They didn't even stick to their code names during the cast. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> well, I'm now DJ <laughs> Johnny Rock. Wait, what? That's <laughs> yeah, a, I'm just going to steal another podcast. podcast. Yeah. Fake name. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Johnny Rock, and I'm here with Jesse Quito. I'm, I'm, I'm his best friend, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to totally steal their show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be nice. That wouldn't be nice. Anyways, there's no way we could do those characters justice anyways. Like, those two... Um, no, yeah. I couldn't. I don't <laughs> know how they do it. I, I don't either. I like, they just... They are totally their own thing, and it's it's awesome. You guys should check out Neil and Johnny drinking in the park. Uh, but what we were going to talk about is... Yeah. Hmm... Uh, Maggie did her, Maggie did her first cellmates live. By the way, Maggie. Okay, I should actually say what I'm going to say and then yeah, yeah, track. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, her first live cast last night. Her yes. and her husband uh, Sean Quito. Sean Quito. That sounds weird to say. Oh, just Sean. Okay. Um, <laughs> they did a uh, their first live cast podcast episode last night. Uh, cellmates. And 
it was really good. And I'm, yeah. I, I think they're lying to us about it being their first. I would say they sound really polished. Uh, yeah. Maybe they had rehearsals. I think they they sound more polished than we do, and we've been oh, doing it for far. like six years. <laughs> I, I had just uh, I had just recently recorded an episode, uh, and I, I hadn't realized how much us I do. And last night, I was like, I was like listening to them. I'm like, God, would they just um once in a while make me feel better about myself? Oh, I'm an editor. Sean did. I heard it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. No, no, it was great. They were and really pretty good. Like they didn't, they didn't have a whole lot of dead space, uh, especially, no, were, especially coming out hot, man. Like at the beginning, I was just like, man, these guys sound really polished. No, I think, I think, I think they're pulling one over on us. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it sounds like there was an issue. Um, what are you saying about um? I have never heard Jesse um say um. Never. Never. <laughs> uh, Clearly, you didn't edit that Green Hornet episode then, Matt D, because I'm sure I did. <laughs> uh, God, we're all just podcasters here today. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, Maggie, it was great. Uh, you and Sean both did great, and you both have... Uh, fantastic voices. I was gonna, you got a voice for radio, but a uh, fantastic like presence and delivery, and yeah, solid, really good. And you even were able to just roll with the punches while there were a bunch of uh, weirdo podcasters in your chat, like flame oh warring Iron I'm Man. So, I'm so glad you reminded me, Maggie. <laughs> I'm sorry for. Oh, Maggie's calling in. Okay, Maggie. I'm sorry for starting. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to troll Jasper, and apparently, I think I rubbed a a certain Marvel fan the wrong way because I ended up just like trolling some other dude. Jasper disappeared. I'm like, yeah, oh. Jasper did his job. He was there to troll the chat, and he was like, bounce. I'm out. Did my job. No, it's it's all good. No, I just wanted to call in and say really quick that I'm so glad that you guys were able to listen. Um, I hope it sounded good. That was our main aim. And yeah, we've honestly never done this before. So we were a little worried how it was going to go. But um, I just, I, I loved reading the comments. I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, really enjoyed it. And really glad you guys came. But uh, hopefully that, you know, there were things that I know that my brother actually called me right afterwards because he had listened in too. And he said, I'm going to be completely honest. I was only going to stay for a couple of minutes for the initial support and then leave. But apparently, we ended up giving information that even he didn't know about the movie. So he found it interesting and ended up staying through the whole thing, which was nice. But yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Awesome. But, uh, mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it was fantastic. It's a shame that you ran into issue with uh, CastBox not saving the recording. I don't know what happened. I don't know what, because I had pushed the record, and then when we ended, it said, oh, you know, it's here it is. And then it said tap to upload and tap to upload into replay or something like that. I tried both several times. Whatever reason, it would not load. I have no idea. And then I went to do it again, and the entire thing had disappeared. So I don't know what happened with it. I did not delete it. I don't know. So hopefully hmm. we'll get those bugs worked out by um, 
this Sunday because we're going to have, even though we are only going to do a couple of live casts a month to start out with, because it's my um, birthday next weekend or this coming weekend, we decided to do like a kind of a silly cast. So our next our next episode won't be as um, it'll be much more informal and much more interactive and stuff. So silly cast. I'm there for it. Silly cast. My my number one thing are dogs. So we're going to do my top favorite animated dogs. Oh, nice. That sounds fun. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And like I said, hopefully you you thought it was interesting and those that listened were interesting. But just a big thank you guys for your support. And and I uh, was really happy to give you that shout out at the end. Seriously deserved. So thank you. Ah, well, thank you. And yeah, you guys did great. It was fantastic. I second ah. that. It was it was incredible. I was, I was yeah, it was like, man, I wish my first pod, I mean, like you guys were joking about how uh, you'll look back and think that that was like so bad and how much you've improved. Like, dang, I wish my first podcast sounded that good. <laughs> well, I, I will take that as the, the best compliment. Thank you so much. Guys. Yeah, you mm-hmm. bet. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I was going to say, and I don't know why I waited till she got off the line here, but. There is another Cellmates podcast out there. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, the, I'm not sure how they want to handle that. But well, oh, there's, there's, here we there's go. Two, <laughs> two words. Hello. And- okay. So I just, I heard you say that. And it's uh-huh. something we thought about addressing. And I'll just address it here. So I actually did a lot of heavy research to make sure there was not another Cellmates podcast around like i uh-huh. i looked and and typed it in and everything and it never came up well literally through um i think wednesday so like a, you know a few days before we're about to go live one of my good friends brought it to our attention that there was another cellmates cast you know podcast um uh-huh. i looked it up they're very very new just like we are they only have a few episodes they've only been doing um a few episodes from like november of last year so they're relatively new too so we've decided to change everything to just cellmates live cast until we can get that sorted out because we don't want to step on anybody's toes so it's live cast right now instead of podcast but you know We'll get that figured out eventually. But yeah, we found that out too. And I was like, are you kidding? I try to make sure that didn't happen. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. No, yeah. And I did notice the conscious, it seemed like a conscious decision to mention Soulmates live cast. And I was like, I, I bet, I bet they, I bet yep. she is aware. And that's why. That's the exact reason. That's the Mark, exact Mark. reason. So. Eventually, we'll probably change the name, but as of right now, it's just live cast as opposed to podcast. I mean, from what I can tell, again, they they only have a few episodes. They're very new as well, and I don't think that CastBox is their primary platform, so I doubt they will ever know we exist, but I do, I don't, again, we're not stepping on anybody's toes here. They they got it first, so we'll we'll figure that out. <laughs> right, right. I like uh, Matt D in the chat is like, just rename it to the real cellmates, like Ghostbusters <laughs> versus the real Ghostbusters. I thought about that too. That's funny. <laughs> we might have to do something like that. So thanks again, guys. Yeah, you bet. All right. Melanie says uh, she's got a bunch of stuff to do. 
Um, so she can't be on for long if we want her to join for a minute or so. Uh, Melanie, hey, if you're listening, it's it's up to you. If you've got a bunch of stuff to do, don't worry about it. Me and Jesse can side tangent for an hour. <laughs> I was just saying, we have no problem filling time, but <laughs> yeah. you might you might keep us on track. <laughs> but no, yeah, if you've got a bunch of stuff to do, don't worry about it. Right. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, did you do anything exciting this weekend, Jesse? Oh, I, you know, I did a murder mystery party. Which what? doesn't yeah, doesn't that sound exactly like a thing that I would do? Um <laughs> actually people who probably don't know me probably think that's exactly what I do. Like dramatic things every weekend. Um but like generally speaking, I prefer my role playing to be uh me behind the DM screen and everyone else talks to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like that's how I role play. But this is like uh, you've got a you've got a character, and you have to go mingle with other people at the party and ask them questions and and stuff. And uh, my character was like this honeymooner guy, like like I just got married, but now I already suspect my wife is cheating on me, kind of thing. And was like, <laughs> this is completely off model. This is. <laughs> And so I was like, what's my motivation? So I started out just playing this really salty guy. Like, <laughs> like I had, like I was drinking too much. I'm like, wow, my wife is a terrible person. This guy's awful. I bet this guy's the killer or whatever. Uh, and then it just like, it turned out really quickly that, uh, no, my wife was not cheating on me and, uh, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't, I don't like this game. <laughs> that sounds all right that sounds all right i mean yeah i mean i enjoyed it but i don't know i prefer i prefer i prefer a more layered experience with a little bit more uh uh room to room to i don't know ad lib or whatever and this was very these are very linear and that's they have to be because that's uh that's how you get a murder mystery thing that you can just buy online (laughs) i guess I was going to say, you need more lore. Right, yeah, yeah. And I need uh, at least uh, one dwarf so that I can be that dwarf. <laughs> it's not a dwarf. It's not even really a story, is it? it? Oh, who did it? Matt D wants to know who did it. It was the. It was all beach themed. It was all like this Margarita Land uh, Island Resort thing. And it was the lifeguard. But it, that's... Was a, it was a shady beach. <laughs> But that's counter to his job. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But that was the whole thing is that he was like getting drunk on the job. At least his character was. Uh, and, and he was trying to cover it up. Like in hindsight, it was super obvious. Like the certain chemical that they that they found on, on him as evidence of what killed him uh, was like a pool chemical. It was like, oh, sure. duh, duh. <laughs> I should have known. Yes, Connie, how ironic. Yes. Uh, So, uh, what did I do? I didn't do... I watched... Oh, I made Melanie watch Spider-Man Homecoming because I figure eventually we're probably going to end up watching Far From Home and talking about it on the show. So, I made her watch the first one. Uh, Clockwork Orange style. Pulled out the little (laughs) eyelid clamps. (laughs) 
uh, that's the that's the best way to watch Homecoming, right? Uh, yep. Did the eyedroppers and Melanie's so funny because we watched the movie and she she's enjoying it. Like she seems to be having, uh, like she laughed a lot. She seemed to have a lot, of, you know, a good time with it. And then afterwards, I'm like, so what do you think? She's like, I don't know. Is that right? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it had funny moments, she says in the chat. <laughs> uh, but I get it. Spider-Man's not her thing. Um, but I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it more on a... Re- I I had... I don't know if she realizes. I had seen this one other time. I watched it maybe last year sometime. There's a lawnmower right outside my window. That's, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> I don't hear it, so... Okay, well, you're about to because it's coming around to the front window now. Yes. Wait, wait for it. Where's that? Oh, you guys are good. Listen to my landlady <laughs> mow the lawn. <laughs> the mow the merrier. Oh. Oh. Uh, I missed context for stuff. In the, fr- the first time you watched it or? No, I'm sorry. I sh- I'm just trying to catch up in the comments. Okay, anyway. Oh, oh, Melanie says she didn't know that I hadn't seen it. Um, <laughs> and then she says, you know better to tell me that, tell me you've seen it because then I'll, you'll have to pretend you don't know what happens. She's right. Um, no, I had watched this before. I enjoyed this uh, quite a bit more on a rewatch. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fun. It's just, it's a fun movie. I like this Spider-Man. And I think this movie handles... It totally sidesteps. I don't know. It just does things so well. Like we get a we. So we have a new villain in the Vulture or whatever, and we get none of the unnecessary origin. Like we get a little setup of like he's a construction guy. Eight years later, you know, that's it. That's all we need. Yeah, we we understand his motivation. He's not the most like layered character, but it's not doesn't dwell on it. Uh, likewise, I love that they haven't ever done an origin for the Spider-Man because it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Everyone knows. I'm glad they don't, you know, they just kind of glossed over it. We don't need that. Um, but I, man, Michael Keaton is great. And I, I liked like when basically Peter Parker and Michael Keaton's character figure each other out. That whole scene is pretty solid. Like there's good tension there. I, I don't know. There's just some things that exceeded my expectations the first time I watched it, and yeah, still lives up to a rewatch. So, and thank goodness they like didn't try to like shoehorn in some of his wackier like storylines because like in the in the comic he he's this old man that like sucks the life force out of out of people so that he can become younger. At oh. least at some point. And it's it's so bizarre. And this was so much better. Like, yeah, his motivation, the fact that he's a family man, uh, the whole the whole thing, you know, I, that whole reveal where the where the girl that that. Uh, oh, spoilers. Um, that whole reveal where you find out the girl that uh, Peter's interested in is related to the vulture. Oh, my God. No, that was oh, Maggie changed her username (laughs) sorry maggie um maggie says he was a believable villain and you kind of root for him yeah and that twist that you were mentioning jesse that definitely took uh melanie by surprise she didn't see it coming and melanie's usually pretty good about seeing you know 
pseudo twists coming in a lot of modern movies, but, um, and I like that they tied the vulture theme into his job. Like he's a scavenger. They scavenge literally parts and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, mini, mini Spider-Man homecoming review here, but yeah. It almost kind of uh, like I, I was all, I was at that point where where I really wanted to see like a daredevil or or a mention of Fisk because uh, that's kind of what was happening at the very beginning of the Daredevil season uh, season one where they were like basically like oh, okay ever since New York happened uh, Wilson is just buying up property and gentrifying mm-hmm. and then you've got like the other end of the of the angle where you've got these scavenger crews who have contracts to go ahead and do work. And then the government comes in and says, Nope. Matt D says, what's, what's gung gung ho. Oh, gung ho. Okay. Matt D says, watch. Okay. Watch these three movies, gung ho, then Mr. Mom, then homecoming. And think that Keaton's character is the same guy. <laughs> is that is that that's his conspiracy theory? I I think so. I think that's Matt's cinematic universe. Oh, make it so. The decline that Mister Mom becomes Vulture, and then Birdman. Oh, hey, there you go. Yep. We get to uh, see the uh, retirement, the third act there mm-hmm. in the Birdman. Decide he gets out of prison and decides to. It doesn't really work because in Birdman he's an actor that played a superhero, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, or maybe this is the story of Michael Keaton. <laughs> it just gets real meta in that final that final movie. There, it's just the story of Michael Keaton. It's a real life story. You didn't know about his time as a supervillain. Speaking of speaking of mysteries, uh, there's a there's a mystery unfolding in the chat where uh, Melanie is trying to decipher the the meaning of Mal for uh, Maggie's stage name there. If it's from Firefly, which Firefly was a uh, television show that was on Fox that got canceled at one point. Maggie, if you don't know, after a season, it was it was pretty great, and they it was made pretty good. movie Serenity to kind of wrap it up. I'd be surprised if Maggie doesn't know Firefly. She seems like the kind of person that would. Ah, Someone they... gave me the series. You never wa- Oh, it's worth it's one watching. season. It's short. Yep. Start it. Start it tonight or whenever. It's one of those though that you'll watch it and then you go, "Oh, why did they cancel this?" Yeah. And you know the movies the movies good, but like it's the kind of thing where it's like, you no, know, I'm glad they came back for the movie to kind of try to wrap it up, quote unquote. But it, yeah. I don't know. It, need, it was a it was a TV series and it needed to be continued as a TV series. Oh, you have a pinball machine attacking you. Are you OK? Uh, I, have a, I have a phone ringing. <laughs> oh. I have too much. Horrible stuff going on in my life. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, to be honest, I have too much just nightmare life going on right now. Uh, hold on. 
hey, you have news. You should hit that first uh, news item that you added. Okay, le- uh, let me look at this. Um, oh, I remember putting this in the news. Hey, we're going to react to the news, guys and gals. Um, the mask that do you remember that show with Jim Carrey? Hey, uh, they're gonna they're gonna bring it back in a new comic series, uh, which is something that I was kind of excited. That's why I put it in the news. Is I was excited about it because I liked the comic and the movie. As much as I liked the movie, had had almost it was almost unrecognizable uh, to the comic. Like when you compare the Stanley Ipkiss character. Uh, in the movie to the Stanley Ipkiss character in the uh, comic book. Cause that guy was like, he was a jerk from page one and very violent. So they're going to bring back the mask and it's called the mask. I pledge allegiance to the mask and will take place decades after the last story. And nowadays people who live in edge city have either forgotten about the mask completely or know only of it through myths and rumors. So the mask is an urban legend. Now it seems someone is looking to bring that notoriety uh, back in a big way. And you can check out the official description to the series below. I'm not going to read all that guys. Uh, but it was, uh, it was an, this article came from comicbook.com, And uh, I don't know when this is supposed to be slated for release, but you know, at San Diego Comic-Con, stuff is hap- has been happening, and so um, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of these, these announcements are coming or have, have hit, and I just haven't heard them yet. Um, it looks like this will hit comic stores on October 16th, according to this article. So... Yeah, is anybody excited about uh, <laughs> this this comic series from the '90s uh, making a return? Uh, do you think that that would uh, have potential to uh, to maybe bring back another movie? I don't know, or maybe maybe we should never touch the 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 mask in movie form again. I know uh, there have been some pretty cool like fan made uh, movie trailers for a, a supposed uh, sequel, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think that there's actually anything coming from those. Uh, Matt gives four thumbs up to the idea. Uh, yeah, it was totally different. Never saw the movies just because they didn't seem interesting to me, but I heard the comic was darker and better. I don't know if it was better. Like they did get better. I think the success definitely um, caused them to maybe try harder. It's, it's kind of like the original, the mask comic book is kind of like um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in that. I think they just kind of did it and they didn't know if it was going to be super um, successful or is it see, see, I just did an um, and now I'm hyper aware of it. Uh, And I did it again. So, (laughs) I can't um, look at, look at, look at how I've devolved into just stuttering ums. Um, Yeah. Anyways, the comic was, it was very violent. It was very independent. It was a very, it had that very indie vibe to it. And it, uh, I liked it, but do I think it was really well made? I don't know. I don't know. I think they got better as they went along. And uh, I think that's what would be great about maybe continuing it. 
I would love to see it get a good resurgence. I don't know. All right. A Netflix super dark TV show would be awesome. That I, you know, I think that would maybe be a better way to go, honestly, because the long form, um, the long form approach to that story would be fun because in the original, I mean, I'll give you some, some slight spoilers for the comic series, assuming people aren't just going to go back and read the original take on it. Uh, the, the investigator from the movie, from the first movie, he, he's basically following the Stanley Ipkiss character pretty closely. Uh, Stanley at one point even dies and then the investigator gets a hold of the mask, but the mask is elusive. So it's constantly getting, you know, jumped from one person to the next person to the next person. And that's the fun of the mask is to see how each individual that puts it on uh, the mask kind of twists and suits them a little bit, but it's also so bonkers that it, it just goes in crazy ways. Like uh, I think it was the mask strikes back uh, there were there was this group of basically like college roommates and each person that put it on had a different take on it. The stoner was the most like <laughs> like he was the most unfazed by it. Like it really didn't affect him too much, but he didn't like it. <laughs> uh, and then the rock guy, he, you know, like he put it on and he, he was super punk rock and whatnot. And he thought it would just really amp up his stage show. And then once he got to do his stage show, he just basically did like a uh like a lounge singer slash Elvis type of thing. Um, what's next in the news? Sorry. I rambled quite a bit about that piece because that's the one that I know the most about or have the most opinions about. Um, yeah, a lot of these things are, are going to be things that, uh, that Randy would probably have, better information about or that he would have more to say about. So I read today. uh, So another piece of news that I guess I did read today was that they are talking about doing a sequel for the last starfighter, which was a movie that I, uh, that I really enjoyed from the eighties and it's, uh, funny story about that is I didn't realize it was a movie. <laughs> I had gotten the uh, novelization when um, I, th- I think I got it from uh, a garage sale or something and I just read it and I loved it. I thought, Oh man, this is great. And then years later I was digging through my books, you know, trying to figure out what, what to keep and what, what to get rid of. And uh, on the book, it said <laughs> based on the, on the motion picture. And I was like, wait a minute, there's a movie. So like years later, after I had read the story that was based on the movie, uh, I went and actually saw the movie. So um, it's pretty, it's got, it's got some of, it's got some special effects that people are pretty hot on. And uh, based on the time, you know, like we, we had star Wars, star Wars had a lot of really great um, models and and things like this what they did was pretty revolutionary and then everybody kind of tried to copy it and one-up it and so this is like um the first movie that had a lot of cgi for that time and uh so it'd be interesting to see how this would go over with a with a modern audience with new effects and things 
Um, any thoughts on the last Starfighter? Is this a good idea? Should they bring this thing back? I think my, I think my chat window is frozen. Oh no, there we go. <laughs> I remember constantly going to the arcade after I saw the movie, hoping it was real. Says Matt D. Um, yeah, me too. Um, there were a couple of, of movies that had video games in it that uh, kind of made me feel the same way. Maggie says, I think so. I love the original film. It would be interesting to see what they could do with modern effects. So what would we want to see out of a sequel? I, you know, like, I don't know if I want to see the original, you know, I think what a lot of people want to do is they want to see Alex return and uh, figure out what he's been up to all this time. Um, But it's been like 35 years. So is that what we want? Do we want them to come back 35 years later? I mean, I guess it's worked with Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is basically the story of seeing this rivalry renewed after basically 30 years. But would it work as well with The Last Starfighter? Uh, Matt Dees says Alex's kids play an online version. You know, that's, that's the interesting thing is that there's a um, Ernest Klein put out a book called Armada. And uh, one of my friends, he just, uh, he's just not fond of, of Ernest Klein's works because it's so derivative and I get what he's saying. Um, But it's funny because I think that Armada, Armada is basically a similar take, uh, and that is that basically like an MMO shooter game, like a space game would, uh, would basically be a training simulation just in case. And so, uh, all of the, all of the controls for these starfighter, you know, type of things, they're all legitimate. So that way these, these gamers that have been unwittingly trained could, could, you know, one-to-one, they could go right into, you know, basically, uh, basically like a glorified gamer chair and be actually piloting like a starfighter type of thing. And, uh, and I think that's the way you almost have to go with it is that, uh, you know, I guess Alex and the, uh, was the Kodan Armada, uh, that they are still doing this, you know, like they've taken Centuri's idea and, uh, and, and maybe expanded it because that's how Alex, that's, that's how Alex was recruited. Um, looking at the chat, I don't think that the story should focus on Alex, but I think that maybe seeing him as a mentor type, that's, that's Maggie. Um, I would agree with that. I think that, uh, he would make, he would make a good, um, like general character. Like he was the last starfighter. So obviously he's got to be high up in the military or even retired military. Um, he could be like a figurehead almost for, for the Armada, but I don't know if I want to see him in active duty or, or maybe he finally gets to retire and he, maybe he goes home. I don't, I don't know. But at the same time, he's called back because I don't know, sleeper cell. I, I don't know. They could do a lot of fun stuff with that. I think there's a lot of a lot of neat options to replace an old arcade game. Matt D says that the sequel is Ender's Game. <laughs> there, there you go. 
<laughs> so maybe they don't even need this sequel. <laughs> um, let's see. We are sitting at 40 minutes. What can I tell you? Um, I can get into a little bit, a little bit of the, the promo stuff. Uh, we have a new episode of the Grogs podcast today. Uh, for you guys, however, most of you in the chat, it's it wouldn't be a new episode for you because what we did is uh, Randy went ahead and edited up the uh, the Into the Spider Verse uh, review that we did, and uh, so that became our that became our um, episode for this for for the second half of the month. So that means that we're gonna be we're gonna be pushing our uh, poll list review of deadly class to next month, which, which is good because there, there was just too much going on, uh, this month as, as you might've noticed, uh, Randy's dealing with, with some things, um, on his end that is just keeping him super busy. Um, you know, and, and he got sick last week and, you know, it's just, it's a busy time. Plus we had the O comic con in there and we've been doing these live casts. Uh, so we're working really hard to continually give you guys Grolic's content, but something kind of had to give. And that was the poll list episode this month. So, um, I would still encourage you to go check it out because it it is a episode that we're pretty proud of. It was one of our we feel like it's one of our stronger live casts, and uh, then you get to see the 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 podedit.com treatment of uh, of how Randy goes in and cleans some of these things up um, because it's it's notable sometimes <laughs> you can especially if you've heard the original and then or you were there for the original recording and then you see just how uh, how much better it gets with with even just uh, a slight hand in editing so if if you're interested in revisiting that I think uh, I think that was a solid episode and it, it's one that that uh, you know and we we got a lot of good information from Maggie on that episode which uh you know, it was it was so good. It was worth hearing again. And and then uh, she did she did hold back some some stuff that we hadn't heard uh, for her own episode. So uh, I don't think that anybody missed out by by hearing it again. Um, Matt D says. First of all, he says it's a solid episode. Maggie also says all of our episodes are awesome. Thank you. That pod edit guy does some um great work. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. What did we talk about that you didn't know? See, and that's the problem is that now it's all bleeding together in my brain. Um, the color aberration stuff was really interesting, and I don't think that you you had said any of that when we uh, were talking about it on, uh, on this show. Uh, also the smear uh, factor. That was, that was pretty cool. That, that scene when you broke that down and how that was created smear, I think is the word that, that you used, but yeah. Uh, so if you're interested, go check that one out. Um, well, I did mention the, uh, the Patreon page lasts, last week i think it was on friday uh if you're interested in that again there's like 50 pre-shows that are available there for as little as a dollar a month uh i think there's some fun stuff in there um so if you're interested in that or you'd like to support the show in a in a way 
uh, beyond beyond being available for these because we love that you guys listen in on on these and are so interactive and so uh, you give us such good feedback on this sh- on this live cast show um, that you know you wouldn't you you are not the people that we need to get dollars from but uh, because you already support us so much uh, but we want to let you know that that's available in case you were interested in it. Um, you know, just liking and sharing these uh, these live casts is, is enough to warm the cockles of our hearts. I just wanted to say cockles because <laughs> I'm a 12 year old boy. <laughs> uh, um, also, want to give out a uh, <laughs> Matt. You're just going to give me words that I want to say now. Um, also want to give a shout out to the uh, the Grolic Cinematic Universe episode that that went up the week before, which was uh, continuing the Quentin Tarantino talks, the hashtag Tarantino season of GCU. Um, so Inglorious Bastards and Bastards. Uh, that's another thing that's that's available. Do we do we have Randy back? Did I hear? Yes, Randy's back. Hey, Randy's back. I've been just kind of spitballing. I don't know how much you've heard of that, but I basically I talked about um, the mask uh, mm-hmm. article that I put in there, and then I also uh, talked a little bit about the last Starfighter. Uh, did you ever watch that movie? Oh man, uh, when I was younger, it's been a long time. Oh, they're talking about doing a um, not a reboot, but a sequel, and so we're just kind of spitballing what what we thought a sequel would look like. But it was in the Nerdist. Oh. Uh, the Nerdist posted some news on it today, um, and apparently they had they had posted some information and some concept art for it um, quite a while ago. But uh, it's it's still being developed. So we was kind of like, how would they do it? What would they do thirty years later? And then I was like, oh, Cobra Kai. I guess I guess if they can do it, anybody can do it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, e esports competition oh yeah i guess I, mean, I think it's pretty pretty ripe for that um yeah yeah yes no sorry sorry to no that's okay um so i there was i left the other news because some of it i don't have a lot of personal okay. information on it and some of it i thought uh you would definitely want to be in on that conversation okay well yeah the other news the one real quick thing was uh a quiet place two uh started uh, filming. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything beyond that. I still have not seen the first one, but I know uh, Maggie is a big fan of A Quiet Place, and uh, yeah, so I thought I'd include that. It is officially began filming. Sweet. Um, and then this is so this is weird, but Three from Hell, Three from Hell trailer is out, and that is the third in Rob Zombie's trilogy following. Uh, the Firefly Firefly family, I guess. I didn't know that's what they were called. But oh no, yeah. So and, basically, and that's the same family that's in the weird shack yeah. in the woods. His like, was it House House of a Ten Thousand Corpses or something? House of a it? Thousand Corpses, and then the Devil's Rejects. This oh, will be okay. the third one. You okay. know, the Devil's Rejects, where they were blown away by a million bullets at the end. Right. They're alive. <laughs> of course, they are. You can't, you can't kill fireflies. The trailer has this super cheesy moment where, oh, Matt, do you mentioned uh, King's Man? The King's Man trailer just dropped <laughs> and looks awesome. 
Uh, I laugh because Jasper uh, <laughs> points out your emphasis. Of the king's man? Yeah. yeah because yeah. it's not Kingsman. It's the king's man. Yes, Possessive. it is. Um, but the, the, so the Three from Hell trailer has a super cheesy line where it's like, I don't know, it's like a bunch of like news footage type, you know, it, it, it's 70s. It, it's all Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It, it's Rob Zombie right. style. Sure. Um, but it's got this cheesy line where it's like news reports and stuff. It's like they have a one in a million chance of surviving or something like that. I'm like, oh god, get, um, let me guess. They somehow land on that one out of a million chances of yeah. surviving. Despite <laughs> they had Doctor Strange's time stone, they know the one way that they can win. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Rob Zombie's movies <sighs> hit or miss. <laughs> Yeah, and it seems like a lot of misses for a long time. Like I like his style, but I don't know. This the trailer did not look necessarily great. Um, so I didn't have a lot about that one, but this one I figured we'd have a little bit we could talk about was uh, Lashana. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how you'd pronounce that. Lashana Lynch cast as 007. Now this is technically a rumor that's been reported. Or oh. like inside, inside. Do you think they're leaking it to see if the internet would just break and 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 then trying to know, do yeah. a cost cost benefit analysis <laughs> on on this thing? So possibly, possibly. Um, so the whole thing is, uh, yes, this person has been cast as the next 007, and she's black, and she's a she. Oh no. Not both. <laughs> both things the internet loved. <laughs> right. Well, the internet doesn't really care, but there's certain very vocal uh, sects of the internet that love both things. When this black, is hot, black people and women. This is hot off the tails of them recasting uh, Ariel. And, and yeah. like we, we mentioned it very briefly. Um, I think as Paul Harder had, uh, had asked in the, in the chat and, uh, it's like mm, for for Ariel, I, I don't care, and and for this, really, I don't care. But I'm also not invested in James Bond the way that some people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this, you know, it's got a pretty heavy tradition. And I'm not saying that uh, you, I, there's nothing wrong with tradition, but at the same time, at a certain point, it's okay to try new things. It's a fictional thing. It's a fictional universe. If it doesn't work, you skip it. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. If you don't like it, yeah, whatever. Wait it out. Um, but here's the weird thing. Here's what I find odd about this because it definitely seems like if this goes the way that a quote-unquote movie insider says, according to the DailyMail.co.uk, um, which is where this originated, I believe, the story. Uh, let's see. Matt D says, my thought of this is true. It's supposed to find a way to bring in a new demographic. And if it fails, they'll just reboot it. Right. I mean, y- y- yeah, it's James Bond. They'll just do a new Bond. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. This seems like a have their cake and eat it too situation. Because she's cast as 007. She's not James, she's not James Bond, though. Oh, right. So... I'll do some quotes here. Um, 
According to this article, a movie insider said, quote, There is a pivotal scene at the start of the film where M says, Come in, 007, and in walks Lashana, who is black, beautiful, and a woman. It's a popcorn-dropping moment. Bond is still Bond, but he's been replaced as 007 by the stunning woman. Uh, so, I mean, if assuming this is the last Daniel Craig, James Bond movie, it's still going to be a Daniel Craig, James Bond. I, it sounds like he's still the lead. Oh. So, I don't know. That's not the same as recasting James Bond as a woman. No, no, it isn't. So, what is it? Is it like a mentor kind of thing where he's handing it off and training her at the same time? Um. I guess, or, well, okay. So are they trying to do the Kingsman? (laughs) It's something about, hold on. They have more story type information, supposedly. Um, The story begins with Bond retired in Jamaica, but Spymaster M, played by Ralph uh, Fiennes, calls him back in desperation to tackle a new global crisis. And that's when, whatever, he's introduced to the new 007 that replaced him. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bond, of course, is sexually attracted to the new female 007 who oh, tries no. his usual seduction tricks, but is baffled when they don't work on a brilliant young black woman who basically rolls her eyes at him and has no interest in jumping into his bed. Well, certainly not at the beginning, end quote. Ugh. Right. Yeah. Listen. Just, I don't know. I, they need to make, if they're, Okay. What was that Bond movie where the villain was gay and they there was the big like it wasn't a like a kerfluffle or whatever it wasn't outrage but there was a thing where Bond tried to kind of have that like sexual tension uh, rapport with Harvey R. Harvey Harvey R. Harvey uh, whatever the villain Uh, I don't feel like it worked yeah I don't know. They just need to make him straight up gay for an episode for a movie or so. <laughs> right. And then recast him as this this lady. And and then this you know. see I I don't hate the idea of it but it does seem like this treatment seems a little clunky. This seems like oh what would it be? It would be like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like oh they're both they're both uh, spies and they never knew it oh but 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 here they are they're both together and 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 now and now they're they're attracted to each other or they're not you know like it, it seems a little madcap for uh, a Bond movie it seems a little off brand yeah I don't know. the Bond movies have been off-brand for a while though which is not necessarily a bad thing because but wasn't like uh, like the daniel craig run up until now was kind of like a retelling of the origin wasn't it like introduce uh specter and like matt matt d is pointing out in here seems a little like marvel's attempted a female thor i mean it just depends how it's how how it's you know how well it's written if it's poorly written then yes Female Thor. That's my, that's my, uh, not standard, but uh, I guess standard for bad female r- character replace, or, you know, replacing a 
traditionally male. Well, and mainly just that one issue where that that issue that we could have all lived without. That's the one I read. That's all female Thor. Right. <laughs> right. 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 No. Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess at this point that like reference is even kind of an inside joke. Like you, right. yes, yeah, not all female Thor story, but. And it ended well. Like I, I got the last issue of Jane Foster as Thor and that whole story arc was, uh, it was pretty good, but yeah, the, there it's in, it's in the lulls that they really just, when they didn't know what they were going to do or they were transitioning between story story arcs and and they just needed an issue to hit the stands because it's a monthly Ooh, there's some cringeworthy moments now i think with bond i was gonna say if they just don't hit the hammer on the head over and over again uh, thor joke <laughs> that it was an accidental <laughs> those are the best guide uh if they just don't like, you know, whatever on the nose, it constantly, uh, it'd be okay. But then again, if there is a franchise where they're going to introduce a female 007 and it's going to be very like annoyingly on the nose, James Bond might be the franchise to do it because bonds, just the whole male, female dynamic, the sexuality, like has been so on the nose and ridiculous the, from its inception that maybe this is the franchise where they can go ahead and just be dumb about it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the casting. I just think it's like, go all the way, man. It feels like a half step. It does. It does. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's, if it's smart the way that they're handling this because she is double Oh seven. But then they have the old double. I don't know that part. I guess that's the part that also bothers me about it. It's like, I, I, I can understand it, but maybe they should have done this before, you know, mm-hmm. where, where he comes out of retirement and it's not suddenly a stunning black woman, you know, like maybe we should have seen a, a storyline where uh, there are retired agents. I don't know. Um, Matt D says, I wonder, I wonder here, uh, let's see, wonders if it's a response to Black Widow trying to absorb some MCU audience money. I mean, maybe I, I, I think the Bond movies have done well enough, but I don't think the last few, the last couple have done as well as perhaps they had hoped. So maybe, but I don't know know. if going off model is the right approach though. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe you need to bring in new audiences and that's what they're trying to do. But it seems like a certain demographic of people that really enjoy these Bond movies and are the ones that are going to turn out for them. And I think you're just angering the base on this one. That That's the thing. Like the people that are going to get upset about this do kind of seem like the franchise's core base. Right. <laughs> but then again, maybe that's the issue. Their core base, uh, fr- you know, and listen, is getting old. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, or... I don't feel like the James Bond fan base has really been growing for James. For, for <laughs> well, you mean those Fortnite games. kids aren't just <laughs> gobbling up old James Bond novels? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I don't. It's one of those things where I don't think that the built-in James Bond fan bases who 
they want to snare. They want to snare general audience. They want to snare as many people as they can. Right. Which is pretty much true of all franchises and stuff. But um, yeah, anyway, I thought that was interesting. I, I think it's, I, again, it's always one of these things where it's like a lot of people, and maybe this is so obvious that people won't get upset. They're like, you're just trying to troll us now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the problem with this is like now, now I worry that people will just uh, discount it as a stunt casting and not go for that reason. And maybe it'll be a perfectly acceptable story that no one will see. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's a fine idea to do it. It's just, it seems like, again, I'm, I'm just going to repeat myself. It seems like a half step. So right. that's, that's always the problem. Like it's just, regardless what the intention of some of these types of decisions that outrage certain people, the gold, Matt D says golden eye video game audience will be outraged. Oh, for sure. Um, Cause they can't turn this into a multiplayer and shoot them up. No way. <laughs> Not with uh, a chick. Stunning <laughs> black woman. Nope. <laughs> nope. Gamergate 2.0. It Not all started with a bond movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like there's always some little snag where it's like, man, you're so close. You guys right. were so close to doing it right, regardless how many people it made mad. Uh, I don't know. It's like the, the uh, whatever. Whatever. We don't need to get into it. Us two white guys. <laughs> Us two white guys sounding off on it. Yeah. Uh, notably, not even Bond fans. <laughs> Brie Larson, at least not big Bond fans. Brie Larson certainly doesn't care what we have to say. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> but why would she? She's making she's making bank. She does not seem like a pleasant person at all. <laughs> I realize that's counter to the point. But that's another thing. It's like Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, that whole thing. Like it, I see what they're trying to do, but then they cast somebody like Brie Larson who just seems so. And and I get it. I'm sure she's had to deal with all kinds, especially online, you know, had to deal with just oh, all yeah. kinds of jerks. But talk about handling something the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. She doesn't have to be friendly. No. She's Captain Marvel. Yep. She'll just go save some people out of space. Let's see. Oh, it's 2.02. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. We we did it. We did it, folks. Oh, sorry to leave you hanging for so long. No, it's okay. I tried. You, I'm sure you did wonderfully. <laughs> I was a little awkward because I was like, oh, I, I basically have two articles I know about. Um, <laughs> but, you yeah, know. Try not to leave you too long. But they were right. uh, the, chat, the chat helped me out. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Matt. The chat is awesome. Oh, that reminds me. We're going to try to get Matt D on another episode of, or on an episode of GCU. Oh, hey. Looking like it'll probably be, probably be, probably be Hateful Eight. And well, we're looking at Seven Samurai or Magnificent Seven, which would probably be easier to tie into Hateful Eight. But if we're going right. to do that, we kind of should go to the source material. Plus oh. Seven Samurai is such a good movie. Plus, that means between those two movies, we're looking at like 
uh, seven to eight hours of movie watching for two oh, movies. Oh, man, yeah. They're both incredibly Ooh. long. Seven Samurai is like, what is that? Three, three and a half yeah, hours? Something like that. And Hateful Eight, I've been debating on whether to watch the regular cut or the extended cut. The extended cut, I noticed Netflix has it broke up into four like like episodes almost. Uh-huh. And, and they're each like an hour long almost. So so what's the next one? I th- oh, it's Django and... Uh... The next one is Django and Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, I'm, see, I'm excited about that one. I was just like, oh, what, what could you pair it with that would not be, uh, you know, a seven-hour movie, movie-a-thon. But yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. Hateful Eight and, and uh, Wild Wild West doesn't play as well. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> probably be easier to tie together oh yeah because even wild wild west and django are not really the right time frames but once uh, there's nothing really like hateful eight because it's kind of a you know what what would you call it i don't know it's not like a siege type of thing but they're stuck yeah if it was a tv show it'd be like a a four hour long bottle episode where yeah. they're all in one location just yeah, and there's nothing. There's not a lot of movies like that. It's essentially the ultimate. Like, it's like Tarantino, where he always starts with characters sitting around a table talking. It's kind of like he just was like, Ooh. you know what? I'm enjoying this. We're just going to do that. You know what? It could be. It, it would be a really weird. Uh, man, it'd be weird. No, you couldn't do it. But I'm like the only one that comes to mind as like a bottle episode is the Breakfast Club. <laughs> You know, like they're stuck in detention all day and they have to get along, you know, like they have to learn how to get along in that that's moment. Actually, that's actually a really good point. To, like that kind of, yeah. That's, Ooh, except they already did it, Matt D. Oh, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite. That's, that's a good point. One of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite horror movies for sure. Um, You could do gremlins too. Gremlins 2 and Hateful 8. Makes sense. <laughs> Doesn't it? They're trapped in the building. It's great. It's great. Oh, Die Hard. Yeah, you already did Die Hard too. I already did Dang Die it. Hard. I got nothing. <laughs> That's all right. We should end this episode. Yeah, we should. It's It's been a Monday. We got it. Uh, what are we doing for Wednesday, though? Oh, I, I, I didn't. We didn't come up with movie homework, did we? Nope. Um, are you guys going to uh, Far From Home? I don't know. Probably not looking know. good, huh? This, uh, the schedule's been so in the air. Right. Hold on, let's see. Schedule's been so in the air, I haven't really wanted to commit to saying, yes, I'll be in the theaters uh, right. this day. What's, let's see, it's the 15th? Tomorrow's yes. the 16th. Okay, what is this? Is this a series or is this... Hold on, I might know. What is... Oh, I'm hearing sound. Is that me? No, it was me. Oh, okay. It was a tab. I don't think the listener could hear it, but... Let's see. Okay. I'm pretty sure this is just, like... I don't think this is a series. So this will work. I'm going to vote for, I suggest, 
It doesn't come out till... Oh, this might not work, actually. No, it'll work. It comes out tomorrow. So it's kind of tight. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just making sure it's like not a series. It's a mockumentary. Frankenstein's Monsters Monster oh, okay. Frankenstein. Yeah, you threw that in the old uh, the old news. Yeah, that we never covered. David Harbor, you know Hopper from Stranger Things, and it looks weird and ridiculous. And it's a mockumentary. I don't really know what it's about, but it's called Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein. I don't know who's left in the chat, but if anybody, what do you guys think? Movie homework for uh, Wednesday. What do you think, Jesse? I'll be, I'm I'm down for it because I watched the uh, I watched that trailer and it does it looks pretty bonkers. <laughs> yeah, I mean right? it's it's uh like I, I'm hovering over it right now in Netflix and it's it's got uh, showbiz absurd and campy. Uh, I'm told <laughs> you told me <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's only 28 minutes long. Okay, oh, here we go. Easy, easy, you guys. 28 minutes long. We're doing it. Easiest homework assignment we've ever had. You guys have no excuses except if you have lives that are really busy. Ooh, Matt D says he's finishing Stranger Things tonight. Ooh, yeah. Oh, there you go. This will be a harbor thon for you. So roll right into this one. So, yeah. Uh, Wednesday, we will be back. Same time, 1 p.m. Central, or I guess it's 2 Eastern. Uh, and we will be discussing... I guess at 28 minutes long, who knows how long we'll be discussing it, but Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein, which hits Netflix tomorrow, so it'll be up like late tonight, most places. Um, 28 minutes long. If you want to join us, uh, give it a listen, and come back Wednesday. Talk us up. Yeah, we'll be here. Otherwise, uh, I've been Randy. I've been Jesse. And you can find more of us uh, here at Cast Bo- here on Castbox, if you search the Grolix podcast or Grolix Cinematic Cinematic Universe, or you can find us pretty much at any other pod directory, podcatcher, or go to GrolixPodcast.com. It's G R A W L I X Podcast dot com. Uh, have have a good rest of your Monday, everybody. And a yeah. Tuesday for that matter. Have a Tuesday on have- us. <laughs> have a Tuesday tomorrow on us for free <laughs> we won't even charge you for that tuesday no it's a free one <laughs> it's a free run free tuesdays for all <laughs> you're allowed I kind of wish that show was on now. I want to watch it.
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm flipping through here, and uh, there's an awful lot of Nick Cage on Netflix right now. I wonder if they did that for uh, Con Air Day, which was this weekend. Did you see any of that? No, that's that why. Thing? Oh yeah, that's why. Uh, like I sent you a screenshot of an Army of One, which has been oh. like my my joke, uh, my joke Nick Cage movie that I've been like dying to see. Um, yeah, it was on sale because it was Con Air Day. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> your joke in a cage where... movie that you've been dying to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does sound bonkers, and I've still never heard it referenced anywhere. I just you're like I just don't want to pay for it. <laughs> right, like I'm, I'm dying to see this because it sounds like a train wreck of a perfect Nick Cage casting. Uh, I just don't want to pay for it. I think next season of GCU, you're just gonna have to go crazy. It'll be nice to not be bound to a theme. Right. And just go crazy. And we will have to eventually, yes, we'll have to do Army of One and Army of One with one of the <laughs> Army of One being your Nicolas Cage movie there. And then uh, was it Dolph Lundgren? Oh, but, yeah. but it was like uh, renamed or something, but still got to go with Dolph Lundgren and the and the original Army of One title. That's, it that's what it was called. It, that's what it was called when I watched it, when it was like, in movie uh, or not movie, but video stores mm-hmm. what was that video express uh, used to be on 23rd street. And um, yeah. Yeah. In Fremont. I remember big part of the mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We have a mall, <laughs> but it was, it was like, it was like the biggest store in the mall for a long time. And uh, that's where we rented it from army of one with Dolph Lundgren. That mall but, feels like it's been slowly dying since long before malls actually started slowly dying. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, because, <laughs> it, you know, I don't know how malls work, but I guess our mall is notoriously bad for, like, charging ridiculous r- rent for the space that you get. Which, like, it's a weird mall anyways, because most of the mall is storefronts. You know, like, yeah, it's not a lot of, like, interior shops. <laughs> uh. Malls are getting a lot of love. (laughs) Yeah. Malls are getting a lot of love lately in, uh, in, in media though, because like season two of, uh, of Cobra Kai, they actually go to a mall and I'm like, where's this mall that's actually doing well. (laughs) God, the last time I was at one of the malls in Omaha, Omaha, you know, they have several, a a few malls that were good size, you know, they're good size malls and we're pretty bustling back in the day and right the last time i went it was depressing i was like, like oh yeah like even nobody like uh, there oakview is, is is like one of the you know it was the swanky mall as far as malls go and uh it's <laughs> it's not doing so well i don't think uh i don't think any of them are doing well but like crossroads is like like uh dawn of the dead it's like <laughs> uh, it's a legit dead mall it's weird i think they kind of hang on by whatever large store is attached. Uh-huh. I, I don't know though. That used to be JC Penney's, but JC Penney's are they did? Are they gone? Or... Oh, they're gone now. Like they put like, pop up, pop up shops in there now. Uh, in fact, when we had the big flood, they, uh, they actually turned that into one of the, the shelters because there was nothing in there. So they're like, well, we've got this great big space. I guess uh, this is uh, our, our flood shelter. For now. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And then it was like uh like an outlet pop up for a while. I don't even know if there's anything in there now. 
And that's uh, and and you know that's it. That's mall talk. Mall talk with Grolix. Mall talk. Yeah, you didn't know. A bonus mini episode. It's like small talk, but it's mall talk. The <laughs> S is silent. <laughs> All right. I suppose we'll get off of here because I'm sure there's shows that started about 15 minutes ago. Are like, where are 16 listeners? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> New podcast. Mall talk. Mall talk. <laughs> all right thanks thanks again everybody for listening have a good day and thank you jesse for joining me hey you bet you bet have a good one take it easy everybody <laughs>